Welcome to Inside the Castle, the podcast that goes behind castle doors to have real conversations with real people about solving the nation's toughest challenges. I'm one of your hosts today, Angie Fryermuth, and I don't know where to take it from there. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was, that was good. That's a good question. I'm your host for today, Angie Fryermuth. Today, we have all of our hosts um, in the house, and we are celebrating our one-year anniversary. Uh, last October, we launched the podcast, and we thought it would be great to bring back all of the hosts to have a discussion on what the last year of producing a podcast has been like. So with that, we have Aaron Snyder, Lauren Luck, Donnell Wright, Kat McCain, and hopefully we'll have Courtney Emmerich on here. So welcome, everybody. Thanks, Angie. Great to be here. Thanks, Angie. So I'd like to start off by saying thank you all for participating in this podcast. And I can't believe that it's been a year and we have produced over 50 episodes. So congratulations to everybody for that. And um, before we get started, I want to kind of go back to the beginning and ask anybody if they know how the podcast actually came into existence. Well, this is Lauren. I... I'll start and then Aaron and Angie, you guys can probably weigh in because uh, uh, I think we were the original three musketeers to to kick this off. Uh, so, you know, we supported a senior leadership session last year, getting our senior leaders together to to strategize about some of the future needs for the organization. And we brought in the author Simon Sinek to have a discussion with our senior leaders and really engage them around some of the organizational thinking that he does and to talk about some of the issues um, within our organization in the context of the uh, concepts that he pursues in his books. And so Aaron actually did a wonderful job having a interview with Simon during this session with our senior leadership and thought it, <laughs> it was a great a great discussion that lended itself to a podcast, and that's how we launched it, at least from my recollection, but Aaron and Angie, I'll let you guys weigh in. Yeah, this is Aaron. I think Angie was totally the brainchild for this, so I think it was completely her idea that like we needed a podcast and to be able to communicate. Um, with staff um, really across the organization. And we've heard from a, for a long time from leadership in the field that, hey, communications need to be improved. We need to get information to the field. So this was one idea of, you know, trying to communicate that. But yeah, I think it, it did start off with that Simon Sinek interview, which was the most nerve wracking of any of the podcasts that I've done for sure. But I really think Angie gets all the credit here for the idea and then also making it happen throughout the year. I mean, she has literally coordinated the logistics uh, for every one of these episodes, found the people to interview, pulled the whole show together. So really need to, to thank Angie for not only the idea, but literally making this happen. Yes, I definitely agree with that. Angie is a master and amazing and wonderful. We could go on, but she's blushing already, so we won't continue. But she also did design the logo for the podcast, too. So we also have to give her kudos to that as well for that. 
Yeah. And I, I'm sure all of you know, since you've worked with me, that I am not one to take full credit for anything. Um, it was a, a team effort. And as I think back on it, that idea was percolating in my mind and we had kind of tossed it back and forth. Uh, Lauren and I were thinking about how do we reach to the lowest level of the organization? I think the spark ignited when we interviewed Simon Sinek and Aaron did an awesome job with that interview, um, just really laying it out. And I did see the the energy that came from Aaron after he had that interview. He was like on cloud nine, I swear. And after that, we had a conversation on, hey, like maybe maybe this is worth looking into. And I think the biggest challenge then became working through the technology process on how are we are going to do this. We don't have a studio um, and we know one of the biggest challenges has been sound quality. We were in the middle of a pandemic though, and you know, we, we couldn't go into a studio. Uh, all of the team uh, re works remotely to begin with. So we had all of these obstacles to overcome, plus trying to figure out how we navigate internally the core's technology challenges. So I, I think we've overcome a lot of obstacles and been successful to this point. Um, speaking of success, what do you think is our secret sauce? Like, how are we making this podcast so successful? Uh, welcome, everybody, uh, and, and I am so glad to be here. I'm just, I, I'm, I'm tickled pink, just you know, just being a part of this. I think the secret sauce, honestly, is just. You got people that care, that genuinely care about doing this. People that genu uh, genuinely care about one another. I mean, we uh, we have all these different personalities, and we all get along, and it's just wonderful. I, I I wish sometimes people could be a fly on the wall, and and hear some of the conversations prior to, and after. Well, okay, well maybe not. <laughs> But uh, but it's really the personality. I mean, we we enjoy each other. I mean, we we really have fun doing this. But seriously, some of the conversations that get, I mean, you know, some of these conversations get a little bit serious. Uh, I, I know the ones that Courtney and I uh, always do, because we do kind of like the EEO part of it. It does get a little serious sometimes, but we have some really great conversations prior to and afterwards, you know, and we have those conversations that, you know, they're tough conversations and we don't mind having them with one another. So I really enjoy that. And I think that's part of why things tend to go so smoothly and we all like each other and we, we kind of tolerate Aaron. So that's the secret sauce, I think. Well, since you brought it up, the episodes with you and Courtney, let's talk about that for a while. So those episodes have been huge. They have really helped bring awareness um, about inclusion and equality to the workforce. And some of those discussions are probably some of my favorite episodes that we've done and so inspiring to the workforce. So we really appreciate you and Courtney coming on board. I'm not sure how everybody got involved in that. I know Aaron probably reached out to Courtney um, on that one. So we could thank Courtney for the launch of uh, Donnell's stardom, I guess. I was already a star before I started doing <laughs> podcasting. <laughs> uh, actually, you know what? Uh, yeah, Courtney and I were talking one day, and and she was telling me that uh, she had kind of got tagged to do the podcast, and she was like, "Oh, Danielle, <laughs> you know, I can't talk exactly like her, but oh, Danielle, you would be great and all that stuff." And I'm, I, and I can understand that. You know, I think that Courtney was probably 
uh, a little nervous about doing something by herself and just thought, well, Daniel, you know, you like to talk. And I'm like, no, I really don't like to hear my own voice at times, but Courtney was, is, is so great. She's just got the voice for it. You know what I mean? But I, I love her, her passion for EEO and wanting to do the right thing. And so it just kind of took off. But what I really liked about it, and you guys shut me up if I get to talking too much. After we would do certain podcasts, I would get phone calls or emails from uh, either the, the people who participated or, or whatever, or whoever heard it. And sometimes, uh, you know, some of the emails would be like, well, Daniel, you said this and I don't agree and, and all that. And that was great that somebody, you know, was had the courage enough to, to, to call me and say, hey, you said this and, and, and I didn't agree with that or, or whatever. And I'm like, that's fine because you never get to uh, the finish line of something good if you don't have some disagreements and, and all that along the way. So I, I enjoyed uh, doing it. Like I said, the, the people contacting us afterwards and, and, and telling us how it affected them in a good way. You know, that, that was really refreshing to hear that. I enjoyed a lot of it. Got my uncle on here, uh, who is actually famous, Lester McLean. Let me go ahead and put that out there. The first African-American to letter for the University of Tennessee. Uh, but I, I love it. I, I absolutely love doing it. Speaking of voices, um, you mentioned that you didn't want to hear yourself talk on the podcast. I know that was something that I had to get used to. And I know Lauren and I had long discussions on well, not wanting to do the initial review because we would hear ourselves talk. So, Kat, when you first uh, hopped on board, did you have similar thoughts? Yes, I, I hate hearing my voice on radio or any recording, and so it's very awkward. And I'm like, oh, this, I just want to hear what the people said. I don't want to hear myself because I babble. And so, yeah, I definitely think it's something to get used to, but it's also made me realize that it's, it's okay to not be like polished, I guess. I think it makes us our podcast a little more down to earth and relatable when we aren't so scripted and we kind of are off the cuff a little. So mistakes are okay. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And we, we certainly make mistakes. And I really wish we had a reel of all, all of the errors that we have made. Um, I know we've had names that we've mispronounced over and over, um, and some of them have been uh, senior leaders. <laughs> and then there's been times where we just spaced out and like totally forgot what we were talking about. Um, and then there's always the uhs and the ums that you're thinking, oh, why did I say that? But I think we have to do that because we're trying to a lot of times talk off the cuff because we're we don't know what the other person's going to say. Um, and we help prepare our guests with questions ahead of time. So they have their part halfway scripted out, but we, we don't. Um, and speaking of scripts, let's talk about that because I spend time building a script and then there's certain people on the team that feel that they just need to ignore the script and we don't even get through the opening and some people, I'm not going to name names, just go right off the script. I feel like you're talking about me and going off script, and that's probably true because I f haven't found many rules that I like to follow, at least not perfectly. But yeah, I feel like just having that conversation and the frank conversation with folks is better, and it's you never know what the guest is going to say. So when they say something, it just like triggers some random idea in my head, and next thing you know, I'm off on that. 
it's kind of makes it more fun to be able to to listen to the guests and then respond with questions versus a very scripted thing. Um, I found that it is helpful though to actually read the scripts in advance. What we do have is is some questions that are out there, so it helps prepare, and then you have kind of an idea of what people may say kind of having that feel for where the conversation might go but there's times where somebody says something and or even they don't and just in the introductions i off go off script and for me it makes it more entertaining i'm not sure if that helps the guests at all or not but i know it, it creates a lot of uh laughter and maybe a little bit of angst on the side uh that we can all see because we can see each other when we do these recordings on the the webex so we can see the facial expressions and it can be pretty funny watching uh what's going on in, in the background when when somebody goes off script or says something they they maybe shouldn't it's like oh boy but i think it just makes it better yeah but you know what the thing that you didn't mention was the chat box <laughs> see that's the thing that I... Gosh, like I said, if people were flies on the wall, they could read some of the stuff that we put in the chat. Even today, we're doing the same thing. You know, there's there's various things in the chat. There are times that Aaron might say something about me or or, or whatever, or I might say something about Aaron, and we're trying to do a podcast, and we're trying to keep it together and not just bust out laughing <laughs> because of something that was said in the chat. So that that's one of the one of the biggest challenges for me. And I know I'm always messing with everybody, but when I hear something or what it learning to mute myself when I when I start laughing, that, that's the challenge for me. Well, I do want to get into talking about some of the episodes that we've recorded and specifically the ones that we have deemed our favorite. Uh, so I guess I'll start with Warren. I know that you were on the front end of this and then you left us, but I'm sure that you've kept up listening to the podcast. So let's talk a little bit about your favorites. Yeah, I'll be back. Don't worry. I'm I'm not I haven't left for good. Um I should be back next year. I think honestly, I think some of my favorite episodes were our earlier episodes because it was also a time uh when the pandemic was still really bad and I think a lot of us were still pretty isolated. So, you know, we had a lot of conversations about work-life balance particularly during the pandemic, which I thought was very helpful. Also, it was great to have some conversations with other professional women across the core about the struggles that they were undergoing, um, particularly during the pandemic times when when kids were at home as well. I do also have to say, I think where I learned the most were the day in the life episodes. And, and those, I think, are fascinating to hear about the different and very cool jobs that are out there that folks in the core do. Uh, it's just to me is amazing to hear what locket operators do on a regular basis and, and divers and things like that. It's just a, a whole nother world than those of us who are typically in an office setting. So those are just a few of my favorites. It's a hard question. I've, I think we've had uh, over 50 episodes out there. There's been a lot that have really been interesting. I really just kind of second what Lauren said. I really like the article or the podcast about the divers and or dive team. Like I found that to be pretty interesting. Um, I knew the core had a dive team, uh, but I really didn't know what they did. I I was really moved by the Holocaust uh, episode as well. Uh, we had some great guests on for that one. Uh, but really in the whole EEO series, I felt like has been just phenomenal. And it's really helped me get a better perspective of the challenges that others face as they've gone through life and also through this pandemic. And I think, you know, to echo Lauren a little bit, like 
hearing the the challenges that that many of the mothers had during the pandemic and balancing the work and life and when you have to be like a homeschooler and seeing how important the agency's flexibilities were on telework and some of those things that came into play during the pandemic um, just really helped to understand better the challenges that our team members face. So hopefully that makes me uh, a better leader and, and manager in the future so I can accommodate that and, and just be aware of the challenges that are out there. So that, that's that been really eye-opening and, and helpful. So all in all, I think I've really liked them all, but uh, the EEO series and uh, the day in the life of have been really really the ones that have stuck with me. Kat, what about you? For me, I think it's I'm kind of a mix of everything. Like I have appreciated learning about all the like the life series, like the day in the life of whoever, and we can cut that out because I just babbled or you can keep it in. This is what we do on the podcast. For me, I guess my favorite episode, I think I've learned so much from all of them. Uh, like a lot of the series that we have done, I have not been exposed to it as a biologist sitting at the district. So just getting that exposure and hearing from the people that are so passionate about what they do and wanting to share that information with with the field, I think that is kind of our, our unique spot for us. So I, I, that's what I really like to see us moving into the future is continuing having those conversations and that down to earth just dialogue with people to, to share their passion for the agency. Don now. Yeah, I, I was thinking about when uh, uh, Aaron brought up the, the Holocaust episode. That one was probably one of the smoothest ones that we had because we asked her a question. I, I think she just, from the very beginning, I can't remember her name. Her name escapes me right now. But when we just asked for her to Lily. introduce herself. <laughs> Lily? Yeah, Lily. Yeah. You know, we asked the one question to kind of introduce herself, and she just she just went. And all we did was just sat there and learned, <laughs> you know, we didn't have to really uh, say anything. And, and the stories that she told just, it was just wonderful. You know, that was probably the easiest podcast. Lily. <laughs> yeah. We just, you know, we, we did the intro with her and she just, boom, she shot and just, uh, it, like I said, it was a joy. Cause it was the, you know, she did all the talking and I thought it was kind of funny. Cause she kept apologizing. Like if I'm talking too much, I'm like, no, you're fine. You're absolutely fine. But I thought that was really, re really good. You know, I can't pick just one uh, in particular because they're, you know, you learn something from all of them. And uh, it's just great to see people come out and get involved and all that and tell their stories and stuff. But I, I enjoyed, of course, I enjoyed the one where my, my uncle was on and stuff. And it's always uh, great to hear. Uh, him talk about uh, the years that he grew up playing football and he always touches on our family history a little bit and stuff and things that he learned and stuff. And he's such a great man. I don't say that because he's my uncle. He really is a great man. So, uh, but I just enjoy doing this, this podcast. I'm going to hush and I'm going to let uh, Courtney uh, go ahead and give her, her, her two cents. Well, thank you, Donnell. <laughs> it's so good to see everyone again. I would agree with Donnell. It's hard to pick one because I certainly learn something from everyone. But there are a few episodes as I was thinking about how I was going to answer this question that really sort of stick out to me. And it was one of our very first episodes when we, I think that might have been part of the catalyst for starting this podcast, which was our one of our first discussions on social justice and um, involving 
conversations about race in the workplace and what that looks like and what discrimination looks like and folks sharing personal stories. So that episode was one of my favorites. And also another one that I just thought was incredibly moving. I remember like almost tearing up uh, listening to parts of um, this podcast. It was when we had the opportunity to interview a survivor from her parents who had experienced the Holocaust. And both of her parents were survivors of the Holocaust. I remember it was just very moving and really heartbreaking, really. When she was, she put her last name out there saying, um, if anybody knows of this last name, or if we have any relatives out there, we're still searching, you know, all of these years later. I thought that the message that she, that she had talked about, about unity and being kind and spreading that kindness was quite moving. How about you, Danelle? Yeah. <laughs> They, they've heard enough from me, but you, you, you basically touched on it. Yeah. I always learn something, uh, when we do these podcasts, when I hear about some of the challenges that people have, and I'm thinking, man, there's people out there that complain about the littlest things. And if they only, you know, they wouldn't put themselves in somebody else's shoes, uh, and, and try to, you know, understand that experience. Maybe we would look at things differently. I think that's why, not because I do EEO, but I think that's one of the reasons why it's so important what we, some of the things that we talk about in EEO, when we talked about the LGBTQ movement and, and, and had those guests on and they were telling the things that they had to go through and all that. And, and really at the end of the day, you know, and I tell, you know, I tell my folks here in Memphis district and whoever I, I talk to, you, you can't help who you love that you, you, you can't help who is attracted to you and all that stuff. Uh, friends come in different shades, uh, different shapes, colors, whatever. Uh, and, and at the end of the day, you know, it's all about just respect me as a person, respect me as a human being. And so that's one of the great things, really the main thing that I get out of all these when we do them is uh, an opportunity to, to, to get some understanding out there. And I'm, I'm gonna say this and I'm gonna hush. The opportunity to, for those folks that don't know, I, I'm an African-American man. And, and so I get an opportunity to kind of explain a few things and talk about my life and, and all that. Not that I want anybody to feel bad. It's, it's definitely nothing. <laughs> it's nothing like that. It's really a thing about uh, awareness and understanding. So I, I love that about this podcast. Well, there's a lot of things I love about this podcast, well, you know, with the exception of Aaron, again, we just tolerate Aaron, so. Well, somebody had to host this podcast and keep all these crazy folks in line, and that fell to Angie this time. But uh, Angie, we need you to respond to some of these questions. So how about you? What is your favorite episode or are your favorite episodes? Wonderful segue, Lauren. So as I was listening to all of you, I found it interesting that we all kind of shared the same favorites because I too felt like all of the EEO episodes have been very powerful and um, really inspiring to to me as we listen to everybody's story. And as Danelle said, being kind and willing to listen and open to everybody is very important. And so I find all of those episodes very um, inspiring. The other one is the day in the life of episodes. And my favorite was the dive team. I had known about the dive team because Rock Island District is very, you know, into all of that. 
but I did not know that they trained at the same facilities as NASA. Uh, and so after that episode, I was like, well, that is pretty cool. So I was pretty impressed with all of them. Um, I do want to go back though. Um, I think we owe it to our listeners to talk a little bit about who we are. We say we're hosts and that's about it. They don't really know our background. So I'm gonna start off and just give a 30 second little spiel about um, kind of your background. So our listeners know, and we'll work it into this episode. So um, Angie Fryermuth and I am working at headquarters USACE as a strategic communication specialist for the revolutionized USACE civil works team. In my, my real job, I am at Rock Island district um, as a outreach specialist. And I have been in an outreach specialist position for 20 years. So with that, I have try to ensure that the voice of the customers that we work with is incorporated into core business processes. So the podcast fits right into what I've been doing with the Corps of Engineers for 20 years. So I'll flip it over to Aaron. Thanks, Angie. I'm Aaron Snyder. I'm currently working for headquarters as a alternative financing lead. I've been with the Corps for 18 years. Uh, some spent some time in planning, project management, and now in finance. Uh, my background before that is I grew up in a, a small town in northern Minnesota, sort of a kind of middle of, of nowhere. There's not a lot there. We were talking earlier today about the, the town's population and uh, how, how small it actually is. I think that really helped provide a lot of perspective for me, both for the podcast and my career, but went on to get an undergraduate degree in economics and a master's degree in public policy. So I'm always looking for innovative ways to do things and trying to change how we deliver uh, projects within the core. Well, my name is Courtney Emmerich. I uh, was your former EEO manager in the St. Paul district for USACE. Like Aaron, I grew up in a small town in Northern Minnesota in the middle of nowhere population, maybe around 500 people, but I've always had a passion for learning about new cultures and languages and, and whatnot. So I have an undergraduate degree in sociology with a minor in political science, and I have a graduate degree, a master's in public administration and nonprofit administration. I have very much enjoyed my time at USACE, although I am currently at another federal agency. My passion for EEO is strong, and I've spent the last decade of my career working in various positions with Equal Employment Opportunity, and I've really enjoyed the opportunity to host uh, these podcasts, you know, get a message about equal opportunity and share real stories with folks that might not have been able to hear these perspectives before. All right, I'm Kat McCain. I just recently started with the Institute for Water Resources as an environmental planner. Um, prior to that, I uh, worked for the St. Louis District Regional Planning and Environmental Division North as a biologist and section chief. Um, I've been with the Corps for about 12 years. And how I got looped into this amazing podcast group was through the Planning Associates Program um, as part of my capstone project and application assignment. And then, um, I just somehow, they needed someone to step up and kind of help out as a, as a backup pinchinner when needed. And so I kind of said yes. And um, for someone who doesn't like to talk in front of people, this has been a great learning opportunity. Um, and it's been great to actually get to listen and hear from other people around the core. And I'm Lauren Like. My background is actually in environmental science. I've got my undergrad and master's in that and came to the core 
uh, out of grad school working for the Institute for Water Resources, uh, but most recently have been working with headquarters on uh, the revolutionized civil works effort and the alternative financing effort that Aaron mentioned and really um, working on the strategic communication to and outreach to our partners, both within the core and externally across the nation. And uh, you haven't heard me on the podcast for a little while because I am currently on detail with the House Appropriations Subcommittee for Energy and Water. And over there, um, that's the committee of the House of Representatives that oversees the Army Corps budget, as well as the Bureau of Reclamation and the Department of Energy. So I have been over there for six months and I'll be there for a few more months, hopefully to get this appropriations bill passed and signed into law, and then I will return. But it's uh, this podcast has been an awesome experience to really get exposure to other areas across the core. And so I just am thrilled to have the opportunity to have these conversations with all these wonderful people that we've met. And we'll save the best for last, right, Dono? You know what, what I what I have learned is that I need to go back to school. Everybody's got all these degrees and all that stuff. I, I'm, I don't even want to talk about mine because it doesn't measure up. But Donnell Wright, I, I, I'm i retired Navy, uh, 24 years. Apparently, the Navy didn't want to hire me, and I ended up uh, getting a job with USAs back in 2014 and been working in the EEO office here in Memphis District for almost uh, eight years. Uh, it's been a wonderful experience. Uh, I wouldn't change it for the world. You know, I'm uh, I'm glad that I'm working for the Corps. And have tried to get other people to come to the core. I'm always uh, just just bragging about what we do at the core. And this is one of those things that I get to brag about. Uh, so you know, uh, it's it's been awesome doing this. I want to continue uh, to be a part of it. And I just appreciate everybody uh, basically welcoming me into into this and 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 letting me be me. So I appreciate that uh, very much. Well, thank you all for helping bring this idea to fruition. Um, I am so happy that we did it. Um, and actually through a year that has been kind of rough through everything, this has been an awesome experience and probably the best time of day for me. <laughs> when I have a podcast report recording coming up, um, I know that it, it's gonna bring laughter to my day, especially if Donnell is on the line. So with that, I, I do want to go to some of the challenges that we have with this podcast and beyond IT challenges. I know that we have had IT challenges um, here and there, but I think one of the biggest challenges we have is really the editing. And I can't say enough for Emily, who um, has been our primary editor, and she is stationed in the St. Paul district and does an outstanding job. She takes all of our, our gibber and our airs and turns it into magic and really quick too. Um, you know, sometimes we only give her a couple days of turnaround time to get things posted. So we want to do a shout out to Emily for all the hard work that she does. And so as we look forward to the future, I know um, we have a couple things on the horizon. The first one being that we're gonna change up our intro and closing song uh, to make it a little bit more modern. Um, we are working on our sound quality 
And then we are having additional hosts um, come on the team as well. Um, we are working with each functional area and trying to get them worked into a quarterly schedule where they will bring on a podcast idea and we'll work with them to get it recorded. So hopefully we will have more of the functional areas represented. Let's see, what else, Aaron? Anything else you can think of for the future? No, I mean, I think we're always just looking for our listeners to give us ideas. We've gotten a lot of feedback from folks on things they want to hear from. And it's really great to be, you know, when you run into people, or I suppose these days when you see people on a screen, uh, when they talk about, you know, they they listened to the podcast and they really liked it. So we love the feedback, um, but your ideas of what you want to hear from is is really what we're looking for. Yeah, and um, I forgot to mention that one of the things that I'm super excited about, Aaron and I had a conversation with um, one of our listeners, and he wanted to do a spin-off series. And we said, why don't you just use our platform for right now? Um, so we have the audience base built up. And so um, in the near future, uh, we're going to be having Aaron is his name, and he's going to be hosting some career discussions. And the first one's going to be on some interpersonal skills. And let's not forget about cat trust. Um, I think the idea of having some more additional conversations on trust and accountability within the agency um, will be in the future as well. So again, I appreciate all of you. And again, I can't uh, tell you how much it's been a pleasure to work with each and every one of you this past year. And I am looking forward to working with all of you in the future. Thank you everyone for joining me today for this edition of Inside the Castle. We appreciate you and your insights. And to our listeners, we want to hear from you. Tell us what topics are important to you and people you want to hear about. Until next time, be safe, be innovative, and be revolutionary. To provide your feedback, email us at cw.infrastructure.team at usace.army.mil. Stay tuned for additional Inside the Castle podcasts as we explore life inside the core and revolutionize civil works together.